Hey, Profiteers. Thanks for joining me back on another episode of Positive Profit. I'm so glad you're here because we are going to tackle a possum question from our Facebook group, Healthy or Cute Treats. We talk about it a lot. We're going to dive into the discussion and I'll guide you through finding your own treat making philosophy. It's a thing and you need to understand it. We're going to talk about market dynamics and understanding those and the surprising success of healthy treats. Discover how to create visually stunning, all-natural wonders without compromising on taste or looks. Plus, I'll spill the beans on the color challenges of natural ingredients and why it's actually a delightful part of the creative process. So whether you're baking for wellness or crafting cute delights, you might be able to do both, The magic is in your hands. Welcome to the Positive Profit Podcast. I'm Kara Brothers, dog treat business owner and collector of way too many cute cookie cutters. Do you love to bake treats for your dog and think about starting or growing your own home-based dog treat business, but you're unclear about how to do all the things to make it successful? Sister, I've been there and we've got this. If you want to step into your potential and turn your passion into profit, listen and learn with the other bakers in the pack to get clarity and confidence to bake dog treats from home, make money, and of course, pet all the dogs while you're at it. Give your dog a treat, grab one for yourself, and join our brigade of positive profiteers and let's dig into the episode. Hey, dog treat bakers. Thanks for listening. I appreciate that you're here. You may notice a couple of things are different today. If you are watchers of the show on YouTube, for all of you in podcast land, you're just going to have to take my word for it. I got a haircut over the weekend, which felt amazing. You guys, I've not had my haircut since September 2022. It's been a minute. And it was terrible. It was just gross at the end. So, oh, my ends feel divine. You know, I'm talking about that hair, fresh haircut feel. And then also I have new glasses and they're because I lost my old glasses. I don't know where I put my glasses. They have been lost for several days now. And these are the backup pair. What you see is what you get right now <laughs> until I get other glasses. So there's that. Get ready for another episode filled with treats of wisdom. You guys like that? Treats of wisdom and tail wagging discussions. I'm your host, Kara Brothers. And today we'll, we're going to tackle a question that has been buzzing in our Facebook group. I love our Facebook group. Love, love, love it. If you guys aren't a part of it right now, please join. You'll see some links in the show notes or in the description. But before we dig into the delicious details, hit that subscribe button. If you're watching me on YouTube, I would totally, totally love it if you would follow the show as well. If you guys are listening listening to me um, on a podcast, follow my podcast if you like what you're here. I'd love a review in Apple Podcasts. That just helps me keep doing what I do. But if you're listening in Spotify, you can review the show. You can follow the show there or iHeartRadio, you know, just wherever you're at, wherever you're at, do the thing. Love, love, love you. So this is the member question. Okay, check it out. Imagine this. And I'm, I'm going to paraphrase, right? Imagine this healthy organic treats, even gluten-free or grain-free treats, or irresistibly cute designs 
with added sugar, maybe even added color. So we have two different things here, healthy versus sugar and artificial color. So our Facebook member basically wants to know which path will lead to better success and what a question. First off, big pause up to you for pondering the philosophy behind your treats, okay? It's not just about baking. It's also about aligning with your why, all right? Let's embark on a journey together to discover what resonates with your values. Before you get tangled in the healthy versus cute treats debate, let's pause and reflect on what your values are, whether it's organic and healthy, grain-free, you know, that line of thinking, or super cute, but they have added sugar, added color, whichever you subscribe to, your treats really should be a reflection of your commitment to your business and really your why, like your philosophy about making treats. So let's talk about also market vibes because success is a thing, right? Because baking treats for dogs is amazing. I love baking treats for dogs. Okay. Also, I love giving treats to dogs. I mean, who doesn't want to be the dog treat lady? I sure do. But we also want to sell dog treats, right? Because if that's our business, right? Our, we're in business to make money. There's no secret about that. You are the boss of your business. Maybe you're in the stage where um, you're thinking about having a business. Maybe you just bake for friends and family. Maybe you've decided, hey, this is the road I want to take. And you're like, I'm all in. Or maybe you already have a dog treat business and you're already going. Let's talk about market vibes and making money. And that's actually a part of the discussion, which is going to do better sales-wise. Healthy treats might steal the show, okay, in areas that are more health conscious. Areas like, take a look around you. Do you have a lot of health food stores? Do you have a lot of gyms? Are there fitness fanatics in your town? Are there a lot of outdoor activities? You know, hiking trails and, and things like that. I have found that dog parents often mimic their wellness choices that they make for themselves for their pets too. Like my brother, he's a runner. He is a firefighter paramedic. He's an engineer on a fire truck as well. That bro is all about health and being healthy and things like that. So those are the kinds of things he looks for for his dog. So that's his frame of mind. I want you to take a look at the market around you. If you really live in an area that's health conscious, more often than not, you're going to find that healthy treats are probably going to sell better. All right. So I want you to try to get in sync with your market. If you need to do some market research, and that's really what I'm inviting you to do, right? Research your market. Take a look. If you haven't noticed before, if you haven't had um, looked at your town with that lens or that filter, check it out. Check out your gyms and and your um, health food stores and things like that, and try to get a vibe of, of what's around you. Great news. You can whip up visually stunning treats that are also healthy. You can have both. Dive into the world of all-natural, grain-free, gluten-free, even organic ingredients. They're out there, and you can make dog treats with them, and they're delicious as well. Also, you can decorate with these kinds of things, too, to make them absolutely beautiful. You can create dog treat wonders without artificial color. It's not needed. It isn't. Or you can make them without added sugar. 
The secret ingredient is your creativity, really, whichever path you take. So are there color challenges with natural ingredients? Hmm. Color challenges. What do I mean by that? Artificial colors can be tempting, right? Especially for tricky shades. All natural colors, there are a couple of them that are a little bit difficult to achieve. And I've totally been there. I've experimented with natural color combos and artificial versus natural. It can be a little mismatched, but that is actually the charm. When it comes to colors like red, a true red, you're going to get a great red with artificial color. Hands down, it's the winner, right? But you can also achieve a pretty decent shade of red (laughs) with beetroot. I like to add a touch of red oxide powder. If you have ever worked with red oxide powder, you just need a little, but it really helps when you have your beetroot powder. It really helps just that little splash of red oxide powder just to give it a different dimension because you can get a real purple kind of pinky undertone with beetroot powder. So that's the thing. Also turquoise. Turquoise is a super tricky color to achieve all natural, right? You can achieve an amazing color if you use artificial color with turquoise, but not so much naturally. Okay. So much so that I don't even offer it. And I've tried and tried and I I really can't get that particular shade to pop, honestly. So just embrace the challenge and let your own dog treats tell a unique story. So quite honestly, if you want to create a treat that is all natural and it's healthy and then it's cute and a customer who has that same mindset, who has a health conscious mindset is at your booth or looking at your Instagrams um, or your website and they're going to see these treats. Chances are if they have that healthy mindset, they're going to understand, wow, it says all natural. Oh my God, it's not a perfect shade of red. They're going to put the two together and go, that's okay. Because you don't get everything all natural and have it look perfect all the time. But chances are, maybe even your consumer has knows about all natural color and has maybe used it themselves. And the fact that you're offering it will really mean a lot to them. That being said, there's some outstanding shades that you can get with all natural color. I'm going to break it down for you. Okay. For red, I like beetroot with a little splash of the red oxide powder. Now I also tried orange. In the beginning, I'm like, I'm going to buy carrot powder, right? Carrots are orange. I want orange carrot powder. Carrot powder leaves you with the palest whisper of orange. You you really can't get a good orange with it. But if you use beetroot powder, a little red oxide and turmeric, boom, there's your orange all day. I'll tell you, of all natural colors, one of the shades I love the best is yellow and making it with turmeric. It's so spot on love it. It also has great properties for your dogs too. Anti-inflammatory properties. Green, depending on what shade I want, I'll tend to go with spirulina. If I want a darker kind of mossy, more foresty green. And then um, if I want a lighter shade of green, I will go with spinach powder. Blue, I personally use butterfly pea powder. I know a lot of people use blue spirulina, And I was so hesitant to buy blue spirulina because these things are expensive. (laughs) Number one, if you've ever looked, you know, all natural color can be a bit on the spendy side. You don't use very much of it, thank God. So it lasts a long time. 
I was trying to look at all the reviews in Amazon because that's that's where I shop is Amazon. Gotta love that free prime shipping, you guys. So anyway, so when I'm looking for blue spirulina to achieve my blue color, I got so many different reviews about different shades and I wasn't sure, but butterfly pea, there were, there were not a lot of options. So I tried that. Love it. Love butterfly pea for blue. Purple. I like purple yam. That does really good. Also red cabbage can have a cool purple, like Willy Wonka purple. <laughs> that, that's a fun one too. I also tried wolfberry and wolfberry is made by a company called Suncor. And Suncor, if you have not heard of that brand already, it's on Amazon. They have a ton of different shades. But what I will tell you about Wolfberry is it's a cool purple to begin with, and then it fades over time. I know because I did my blueberry pop tarts, a gluten-free Pop-Tart shaped biscuit, and then I iced just the middle in a rectangle, and then I sprinkled Wolfberry sprinkles. I made my own sprinkles, right? With wolfberry color. And they looked amazing. And then like a month went by because these have a long shelf life. And I'm like, wow, the color has really faded off of my sprinkles. I did that like another time I made it and I noticed the same thing. So I probably won't buy wolfberry again because it doesn't have a lot of staying power. And I don't know why. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe it's the sun. Maybe it's just, who knows? I'm not sure. Pink. There is no other pink I love more than when it's made with dragon fruit powder, like bubblegum, amazing, beautiful color pink. And of course, with any of these shades, you can put a little or a lot, depending on the shade you want. I tried some experiments where I wrote down, you know, use this much icing to this much powder. And for consistency, that totally worked. But you know what? I'm a creative. One day I want to make it this color and the next, you know, I want to make it a little darker or a little lighter. So I don't measure. I just sprinkle in a little at a time and I stir <laughs> and I, I see, is this the color I want or not? So amazing colors that you can get with all natural fruit and veggie powders. And again, some shades aren't perfect. Black, I started using activated charcoal for my black until I got, I saw a lot of <clears throat> information on the internet that that's used to make dogs vomit when they've gotten into something. And so I wasn't really comfortable using activated charcoal in my products because I wasn't sure how much was too much, right? Because I have big dogs eating my treats and then I have little dogs. Activated charcoal, I would hate for a dog to eat my product and, and get sick. So I wasn't really sure how much to put in. Once I found that out, I stopped using it and stopped using black entirely until I found that there is a black color called black oxide powder. Like red oxide is just black oxide. A little goes a long way, y'all. And so that's my black now. But how I achieve my black is I take my, here's how I really get there and how you can save money. Because if you decorate with a few different colors, when you're done decorating, you can either save those colors. I always save them in the fridge. They last a long time. But like if you're at the end of the bag and you're like, I don't really want to save it. Great. Put it in a bowl with your other colors. Mix it up until it's like gray or brown or whatever a lot of colors make. Ugly, basically. And then to that ugly color, right? Then you add your black oxide. It'll help you get to black quicker than if you were just to add black to plain white frosting. And then the other color is brown. If you've heard some of my other episodes, like about carob powder, carob powder 
is a perfect way to get brown. And they have a light roast and you can find a dark roast of carob powder. And obviously the light roast will make a lighter shade. And of course, more or less, depending on how dark or light you want to go. And then the darker roast, which is what I prefer, and my very favorite brand of, of carob powder, just so y'all know, is Chatfield. And they also make carob chips too. But I just love making brown that way. And it smells, it smells just like chocolate. I get so tempted, you know, and then I'm like, have a little taste. And I'm like, ew, it still, still tastes like dog frosting. Gross. <laughs> so I wanted to encourage you to find your why. Why are you making these dog treats? Is it for dog health? Is that a concern of yours? Lean towards those all natural products because they're there and you can make amazing stuff with all natural ingredients. Are you more for the fun and the cutesy and the health part of it is sort of taking a back seat? Well, then I guess that is your why. You're, you're going to need to find out what your why is. And the, the cool thing about that is you're going to know exactly what you stand for in your business. And that philosophy is going to help you drive future decisions, right? It's going to be like the backbone of what you do, because if you already have a philosophy for your treats, it'll help just guide all the stuff you will be making because it will align with that. And once you figure out what your why is, you'll be able to stand behind it. You'll be able to tell customers about it, talk to customers about it, and be real passionate about it because it's your reason. It's your reason. That being said, <laughs> I'm all for all natural and you can totally achieve great stuff that way. So whether you're crafting healthy wonders or cute delights, remember the magic is in your hands. Either way, just stay true to your values and understand your market too. And let that creativity soar because you can do great things either way. So thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If you guys want to connect with me, I would love it. Subscribe to me in your favorite podcast player. You can watch the YouTube show on my channel. Follow me on Instagram at Positive Profit. That's positive with a P-A-W. You can join our free Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash start a dog treat business. So you can also snag some freebies on my website and that's positiveprofit.com. And you can email me as well, support at positiveprofit.com. Until next time, keep those ovens warm, tails wagging, and don't forget to treat yourself well.